This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Fist bump. You can see that on the Spotify version, which Spotify now has video podcasts. So if you're listening anywhere else, check it out. If you're so inclined to seeing my bald head while we're doing this. So today, this is actually an article I um, published on ChristophTrap.com forward slash Instagram hyphen calls hyphen to hyphen action. How to use Instagram calls to action. Calls to action are kind of an interesting topic to me because who doesn't want their audience to do things? But they can also get super annoying. Click, 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 leave me a review. Do this, do that. Buy my shirt, buy my hat, buy my book, buy my whatever. It can really get out of hand. So calls to action can be helpful. But overdoing them can also be a pain in the neck to your audience. So keep that in mind. So let's run through this article here. What are Instagram calls to action to begin with? The earliest form of Instagram calls to action, also called CTAs for short, because marketers never have problems coming up with acronyms. But this is a simple one. I think most everybody knows were simply posts that said, read more. To read more, click the bio in the link. Makes sense, right? I published an article, published a picture, published whatever, and you could read more by going to my profile and clicking on the link. Oh my goodness, that is a lot of work. No offense, my friends, but that is a lot of work for us content consumers. So, but that was the earliest version of an Instagram CTA. That actually led to software tools like Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E, Linktree, that allows you to add multiple links to your bio. So for example, in my Linktree, I got the link, link, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E forward slash C-trap. And that's the link that's in my Instagram bio. So if I say to you, do you like this this picture of me? If you want to read more about how I shave my bald head or whatever, go to my bio and click on the link. Now I have the option to put multiple links in there. So in my link tree, I got an article on AR. That was actually a sponsored campaign that I haven't taken off. So again, there is value in having a link tree even for you know companies that work with you because you probably forget to take them off and that's what happened there. I do have a link to live streams, which of course is one of my focus these days. And then I do have a link to my website, my Amazon storefront, everything I use, everything I buy, every book I read, whatever it might be, ends up usually typically in my Amazon storefront. Sometimes Amazon 
makes the search functionality on the back end kind of difficult. And if they do that, I may not necessarily link to a book I read or whatever, or a new shirt I bought or something. But that's where most everything goes. I also spend a lot of time and energy and have a lot of passion for the Box Pop Me Market Research blog. So I got a link in there to that as well. Um, and then, of course, my podcast. And at the bottom, I got links to Twitter and Instagram, which is kind of weird because that's the only place I use it. And then also, if you want to email me. So that is an option. Click on my link tree. Click on my bio in my uh, my link on my bio and, you know, you can learn more. At some point, Instagram started allowing links in people's, in some people's Instagram stories. I think the cutoff was 10,000 followers, if I'm not mistaken. But today, everyone can add links to their stories, so there's no more, um, there's no rule. Anybody can now do it. And that's pretty typical, I think, for most networks. They roll things out over time to everybody. And no different here in LinkedIn and Instagram stories with the link. You can also share podcast episodes with links to the Spotify audio and video. And that's been around for a long time for most everybody. And I do that quite often. Not sure it drives a lot of clicks, but um, it's certainly kind of a nice thing to have. Now we're also seeing Instagram CTAs on Reels. Reels, of course, are Instagram's version of TikToks, very similar to TikToks. In fact, most of the time you can find the exact same content on TikTok or, you know, the same TikTok content on Instagram Reels, however you want to think about that. But creators are finding success in growing their audience by jumping on trends. That's very similar to TikTok trends. So what happens is somebody, uh, there's a trend around a song or whatever it might be, even if you're not a dancer, like my uh, seven-year-old and I, we use TikTok and Instagram Reel trends all the time to grow the audience of my account. And we hardly ever dance. Um, and if we do, it's uh, it's not a pretty sight, uh, in my case, at least. But um, that's a way to grow your audience. Um, and of course, the first logical call to action is to ask people who found you in a trend to follow you. The follow button is now pretty... Um, prominent. It's right there by your name. It used to be you have to have people to click along or you tag yourself. That used to be a strategy too. So people can actually follow you easier because, you know, that's that was the only way to do it. But now the follow button is right there on the reel, right in the front. So <clears throat> that's always one nice call to action. Follow. But one problem I found with that though, you know, to be perfectly transparent about it is that just because I like one Instagram reel from one account doesn't mean I like all their content, right? It might be an outlier. Uh, it might be different. So it's always kind of hit and miss, honestly, in my opinion. I follow people because I like one reel, and now all their content is about stuff I could care less about. But either way, that's a call to action. Uh, I see that quite often. Follow me for more reels on then you insert your topic, for more reels on podcasting, for more reels on parenting advice, for more reels on whatever. Um, another emerging and popular call to action that I've seen more and more is read more in the caption. And typically the way that looks is the creator gives you a little bit of a taste of a topic or gets you going or riled up or 
you know, you can really feel the pain point because you can relate to it. So I'll give you an example. This is Pascal underscore lean, P-A-S-C-A-L-E underscore lean, who is this creator. And it's two women in the gym. And the one woman goes, I haven't seen you in some time. The other one says, I just can't find the time, but you have to take care of yourself is what the other one says. You don't find time. You make time. Okay, how many of you out there can relate to not having enough time? I can relate to that all the time. I never have enough time. I make the time. I record. I made time to record this business storytelling show episode for you. I made the time to write this article. I made the time. I didn't have the time. I could have spent the time on something else, watch a Bundesliga match on TV or whatever it might be, right? And so then they got you going, and now you're in agreement. I don't find time to work out, but I have to because these pants don't fit. And it's not because I've been working on my glutes. It's because I've been um, eating too much, right? Um, very, very big difference. Um, not to go down too far, that rabbit hole. But then the next line says, read the caption. Read the caption. So what they want you to do is now you have to pause and you have to click on the caption and then you have to read it. Now, uh, so the Instagram reel tells a bit of a story, tries to pull you in, and then wants you to do something. And getting people to do stuff is getting harder and harder, of course, as we all know. But there's two advantages to getting people to do that. First of all, the extra click by the consumer signals engagement to Instagram and can help the creator be shown more in people's feeds, which are, which are, of course, are determined by the algorithm. So the more people click, the more Instagram things you're creating good content. So this is a good strategy um, to actually get some engagement if you can get it. Also in the caption, a lot more info can be shared, right? Instagram reels are just moving along and they're pretty quick. And, you know, some people put way too much text on the screen to begin with. I can't read it. Slow it down, folks. But you can put all kinds of stuff in the caption. Can be a lot longer. For example, in this one, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but it's like two pages, you know. We all know how important exercise is for our health and well-being, yet most people don't do it. I don't have enough time. Sits on the top of excuses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the end, even a short workout can be effective. Don't know where to start. Sign up for my online workout session on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 a.m., 6.45 a.m. It gives you a fresh start to the day and leaves no room for excuses. And then, of course, we have hashtags. So there's another call to action right there. You know, sign up for her workout classes, which I assume uh, costs money. It doesn't say they're free. So I assume they do. And I don't blame her. You know, if you're going to create that for people i can't go to the gym and work out for free so why would i you know why would i be able to work out for free online when somebody makes the time so but should we use ctas on instagram at all you know certainly it depends on your strategy and the likelihood of people even clicking on anything if you first get started if you first start your audience maybe it's not the way to go um, and I really, really click on anything on instagram but a case study of one isn't necessarily that helpful so instead of listening to me babble about it and give you my, my opinion, look at your numbers. If you have a decent size fall, it's likely worth trying. Maybe don't try it on every single post, but why not give it a shot? Of course, it can't be hard to guess which post should have a CTA. Instagram Reels still have a tendency to take off here and there. 
So when one of yours does that, it would be a good test case to see if CTAs work for you. Of course, it is hard to know which posts will reach more people than usual. So as always, I would say give it a try, but don't bet the farm on this strategy alone. That's really my takeaway. Try it. Do it on a few ones. If one of them takes off, fantastic. If none of them take off, what do you have to lose? You're trying some different things. Most reels, unless you really go overboard with the editing and you know, you're picky on how everything looks and whatnot, you know, they don't take a ton of time. Honestly, I do one with my daughter every most most every day. Uh, Christoph Trap uh, Instagram.com forward slash Christoph Trap. Instagram.com forward slash Christoph Trap if you want to take a look. Um, and they take us minutes. You know, sometimes we have to redo it or we have to recut something or whatnot. But for the most part, they don't take a ton of time. So uh, take a look. Think about it. If you have a good Instagram strategy, do links, do calls to action, I mean. But don't do links in the caption. They're not clickable. Never. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win. Thank you.